everyone, welcome back to What the Fintech, the Fintech Feel Good Show. What the Fintech is a news and information platform covering the latest fintech development in Hong Kong, Singapore, China, and Asia. Join us every week for an engaging discussion with various tech leaders to discuss about entrepreneurships, customer experience, emerging technologies, and partnerships. Before starting this interview, feel free to share this interview with all your friends. And if you have any questions, please uh, write it on the comment sections. And today we have Alan from IPIG. Hi, Alan. Hey. How are you? Hey, good to have you here. And... Um... Thanks for the invitation. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, I follow your progress with IPIG about a couple of last years. So I see the uh, iOS and uh, Android uh, yeah. platforms. So like you have a lot of ratings, people like it. So yeah. it's, uh, it's great to have you here and discuss about the company. Yeah, um, yeah. thanks for that. And um, I think like last year we launched in uh, December. Mm -hmm. We have uh, we had the advertisement on Sogo TV, Lankway phone and uh, everywhere. This year we got to the top twenty on the App Store, uh, the finance category, and uh, I think like uh, since um, this May to now, uh, we have more than ten thousand users. So um, that's what I'm happy to see that. Uh, it's it's great to to know that you have uh, ten thousand users. Maybe yeah. before we start about the application and what yeah. you have developed since last year, we can have a quick introduction about you and why the name of the company is IPEG. So. As you know, like um, Peggy Bank, uh, the in years ago is called uh, Peg P Y G G. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, made by Clay, and also uh, it's called a Peggy Bank. So that we wanna make something that is a digital Peggy Bank. That's how I pick come from. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, can you share a bit more about your career before you become an entrepreneur? Yeah. Uh, so previously, I was an investment consultant in Australia. That uh, after that. I came back to Hong Kong and uh, being like a compliance specialist in HSBC mm -hmm. and uh, Capco. So, um, but I find investment fintech uh, would be the future trend. And also, uh, I got the passion in this industry. So, I'm I was thinking like I would be ready uh, in the next twenty years, thirty years to be uh, working on this. So, um, I start my own thing. Okay, yeah. and you started in 2017, 2018, or you just start like a couple of months before starting the application? I think like um, it was 2016. Okay. And I've uh, been now uh, six years already. Okay. So I start uh, the first startup and uh, it was Cyberpunk Incubated. Mm -hmm. And after that, um, I sold it and then uh, I start the second startup, IPEG. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was the idea behind IPEG to start the company? How did you come with the idea? And uh, did you have anything in your personal life who brings that idea to you? Or it was mostly like really rational, really based on your passion or really based on the, some of the fact that you're investing some money? Yeah, um, I think like in this industry uh, or like in for our gener generation, uh, generation Z or like... Uh, Generation X, Y, like this. So um, we got different needs on the financial. And also, uh, and Nevin taught us, Lowen taught us how to manage our money. So that um, I want to make something up to uh, enhance our money management and also uh, how to invest properly with our wealth. You know? yeah. And um, my question would be mostly, how did you start with the idea to go to, because your company is doing B2C, and yeah, yeah, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. B2B as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you come with the idea of B2C first or B2B first? And yeah. how did you develop the application yeah. and the different steps? Uh, yeah, uh, it was like a journey. Uh, in 2019, I got the 
opportunity to go to UK with Portran and also Cyberport uh, FinTech uh, delegates. Oh, yeah. And um, it was fantastic. I got to know like UK open banking, open finance, uh, the development. And uh, I know it will be working in Hong Kong as well. Um, like open banking, I, I think like many of us heard that, uh, FinTech 2025 and anything. But in Asia Pacific, the open banking was going slow. So I see the opportunity there. And uh, that's why I start IPIC mm-hmm. uh, in Hong Kong. So uh, we have already connected uh, six countries, 250 bands uh, by different methods. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and if I'm a, I'm a user, I don't know the application, mm-hmm. can you walk through with me what I will have to do on the first steps on yeah, this application yeah. and what I can do with it? Yeah, basically, um, I would just ask our users as a question. How many different costs in your wallet, mm-hmm. uh, like your Alipay or anything, uh, Autopus, like So you have so many different financial accounts. So it's really hard for us to manage so, dif- uh, so many different accounts in one place, uh, especially if you're from other countries. So that um, we help you to consolidate everything in one place, including referee, NFT, and mm-hmm. some other uh, dig- digital assets. So that uh, you can connect everything here and also we will provide a financial solution for you to enhance your uh, personal financial status. Okay, okay. Um, I saw like you mentioned 10,000 customers right now and I also see that you are on the top 20, top 15 of the application on iOS and uh, Android, Google Play. Um, How do you come for having like uh, a good rate? How do you have like people coming to your uh, application and after this, putting like five stars, for example, or put some comment there? Yeah, um, we actually keep doing like um, the social media, uh, YouTube, having the influencer and also um, uh, ASO, App Store uh, optimization. So that uh, helping us to reach the target market. One more thing is in our app, we got um, Joy account. So that if you have a girlfriend or like um, if you have a boyfriend, so you can invite him to joining your budgeting. Mm-hmm. So that is like a file marketing. Uh, and also you can invite your friends more uh, up to for a maximum for four. So that uh, if you, we, we just keep working on that so that uh, people just inviting their friends to join the app. So uh, it's one of our marketing to make it. And also it's good for our users to connect them themselves to uh, their partners, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so... You have the categorization of the cost. You have like some idea for investment. You also bring yeah. the data from uh, crypto. Yeah. Um, do you see yourself uh, developing that kind of uh, ecosystems has been like something center for your application and for your customer to come back every day? Or is it a way for you to connect with other partners like banks, insurance, crypto companies, NFT companies? Uh, yeah, so um, I think like... So many people asking me, um, who are your competitors? Like, I, is the banks your competitor or like uh, the insurance company, uh, loan company, your competitor? Now, uh, we are like a platform to make an ecosystem between the banks and also the users so that uh, the banks can using our platform to reach the target users. And also our AI technology can uh, predict what users will do uh, for their financial action and also decision. Because we have already 14 billion uh, transaction in our d- database okay. so that uh, we can cluster the user's future financial decision and also action. 
to let the users know what your future would be and also uh, what, uh, how to reduce the bad debt for the bank. So let's say an um, example. So uh, what we will do in your future, will you uh, have a loan? Will you have an investment? Will you repay your loan? Will you not to repay or like doing the refinancing? So when you just plug in your uh, bank account and also financial information, we can already know what you will do in the future. So that uh, we can just get the uh, best customer to the banks and also let the banks know um, their custom background. Okay, and uh, how do you do this exactly? Do you use the data to leverage on it? Did you have developed an algorithm? Yeah. Or, you know, um, do you leverage on any tool or best practice you have seen on the market? So I think like um, open banking, um, everyone's saying, hey, so there are so many companies doing so. And, um, and it's so, um, so familiar to us, to her, oh, everything in one place, yeah. But the thing is, what we can do with the data behind. So as you know, the AI technology or like uh, machine learning, deep learning, uh, all based on the data. So that uh, once, or because we have already have the data now, so that uh, we train the model and uh, develop our own model to build the things, to predict uh, financial actions and also doing the RPA, how to automate the uh, things for our users. So that that's what we do, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, how the business model of your company works? Do you do it by subscription? Do you do it on a freemium uh, license, for example? Or do you have like some recommendation for best product and you have... Uh... Yeah. So uh, basically when you get into the app, uh, you can just not to link up your band if you concern your uh, security and things. You can see it like a money tracker. Mm -hmm. So if you just want to link up the band, it's also free to link up for two bands. If you uh, link up more than three, uh, it will be charging you $20 per month. Hong Kong dollars, right? Yeah, Hong Kong dollars, yeah. <laughs> so it's cheap. Um, and do you have like some trend from your consumers you can see, like some profile of different consumers using your, your application? Can you share a bit more data or a bit more like the profiling that you uh, you can see on, on the app? So uh, for different kind of users, they got uh, different needs, I, I believe that. So uh, like we... What we target is like the young couples. Uh, that's what I mentioned about like uh, the uh, joy account, uh, the budgeting, the, the things. So um, another part would be like the uh, young uh, people with uh, university background and also the young professionals. These are our target market. So uh, in 2023, we will also launch a new app uh, doing having the uh, PB to uh, do the high level wealth management. So that uh, what that's what we will do in the future. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, coming back to this point of private banking, uh, how does your you and your company make a difference with big brands or like big banks or private banking in the industry? Are you mostly uh, yeah. partnering with them? <clears throat> do you try to create some really tailor-made solution for the eight hours individual? So uh, we will provide our basic app so basic functions so that uh, because like private banking always always doing uh, themselves uh, by themselves so uh, you the users could not know other uh, their financial account in different places so that uh, what we can provide is the open banking uh, collecting your worldwide access in one place and mm -hmm. also uh, we can provide the assessment for them doing the financing 
and also investment. So uh, that's what we can do for the PV clients. Uh, on the other hand, we also are providing valuable solution for other countries' banks uh, so that they can uh, just use our app uh, as a funnel, as a uh, as the front end to reach the PB clients and you know, provide uh, provide a better user experience to the PB clients. Uh, like um, investment method, how to allocate their assets in different funds, uh, which percentage they should invest in uh, the mutual fund or like this, right? Okay, okay, okay. Tailor-made and uh, personalized. Uh, yeah, personalized. Um, do you see like... Um, uh, how can I say that? Um, some specific trends now with the COVID or like with the inflation we got uh, recently, changing the habits of the consumer using your app? So I think like in this uh, economy growth or like the uh, environment globally, it's not using the, uh, it's not easy to uh, make an investment in the market. And also uh, it's tough. So, uh, what we can see is the needs of the loan is uh, getting higher. And also um, what we will do is um, making the marketplace and also uh, providing the robot advisory for the users. Because uh, what we know about robot advisory, not only just, maybe we just about the investment, but what our, our robot advisory would be different is um, we will make the robot advisory in loan in different financial products. So, how the robot can enhance your whole financial status. That's what we will focus on here. Okay, okay. And um, you spoke about like future with spread banking, right? Yeah. And, 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 and next future is also open API in Hong Kong. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. HKMA push for phase three and phase four right yeah, now yeah, yeah. was the ultimate phase of uh, going for open, open banking. What do you expect from this open banking for your company? More collaboration with banks, more collaboration with uh, other financial institutions. Yeah, um, I think like uh, making the ecosystem between the banks is, um, I think like stage one and stage two would be easy because uh, we are driving the revenue for the banks to apply the product to showing the data in the market. It would be easy, but the stage three and four, like we getting something from the banks, we're getting the, the data, uh, so that banks need to standardize their transaction, uh, their format. Well, that's why we have spent over 2.5 years to develop our own app and also the database and the AI and everything. So taking so long time. And also like uh, several banks just wish me out how to um, standardize the things, the clean the data. And it would be a massive work for the bank to make it. Mm. So um, it would be the challenge in the market. But uh we will solve it out with our fintech solution and also uh, how we clean the data like this. And uh, um, like, um, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I mean, um, for, for the uh, fintech development for the banks, um, the open API, the open banking, uh, it would be because it's regulated, right? So uh, we need to make it so that um, I think we'll, we'll see how we can help the market and the banks to grow. Okay, okay, I see. Um, do you face any change working with some of the big companies right now, like a banks, if you go to them and you showcase what you have developed as a solution over the last 
2.5 years, as you mentioned. <coughs> do you feel like some resistance? Do you feel like some banks see you as a competitor? Or do you see like banks want to embrace an entrepreneur like you and your, your platforms to bring more revenue to them? Um, indeed, in the past two years, uh, we keep doing the fintech consultation for FI and also the banks. And um, we make different patent products and uh, our own products uh, with patents, uh, including the um, auto-saving and investment function so that like the run-up saving and micro-investing uh, in foreign market, like uh, buying a lemon tea for $8, it will be run up to $10 and the $2 will be invested. So uh, we got the patent in Hong Kong. And um, we also white-labeled this to the banks so that we can collab and issue the uh, debit card, uh, credit card, to make the things out. So um, that's what we are now working on that. And also uh, for different FI, we provide different solution. Uh, it's tailor-made solution for, um, for them to um, enhance their product and also um, make a new things out in the market to solve the pain points here. Um, I saw like recently that your company is uh, on the some of the you know ecosystem maps, uh, some articles done by like other fintech uh, website or magazines. Also, see the name <coughs> of your company for the next fintech week yeah. uh, on the competition. Um, how do you leverage on Cyberport, Hong Kong STP, uh, the fintech week to also reach out to maybe more customers, more partners, uh, more ecosystem players? Yeah, so um, I keep tracking the website of startmeup.com. Okay. Uh, it helps a lot. Uh, and also like SciencePart, uh, I'm incubated uh, in SciencePart now. And also I was incubated in Cyberport so that uh, they will still wish me up uh, with the latest information in the market. So um, I will see like how to um, enhance the fintech um, the impact mm -hmm. uh, to the industry and also the users. So uh, we got a team to track it out here. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't ask you one question. Is about the market. You mentioned six market earlier today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you are based in Hong Kong. Yeah. Is your team also based in Hong Kong, or do you have a team overseas? So now my team majorly in Hong Kong and also in uh, Shenzhen. Okay, okay. Yeah, so and, and the market you are targeting? Uh, so now we are in Hong Kong, uh, SG, mm -hmm. and uh, Vietnam, uh, Philippines. Uh, Australia and New Zealand. Okay, okay. It's a it's a bigger size of the world. <laughs> yeah, because I'm back from Australia. So that um and also we got an investor from Australia, Startup Bootcamp. Uh it was like a fantastic experience uh to join the accelerator there. Okay, okay. <coughs> Can you share a bit more about that experience joining the accelerator? Yeah, um when we just uh first to apply that, uh if there were thirty thousands of the startup applying the accelerator. And uh, finally, we got to be top 20 and top 10. Uh, it was tough, like working 17 hours per day uh, in three months uh, in that accelerator. But uh, we grow a lot uh, in that period of time. And, um, and also, we got connected with the Australian investor, the banks, and uh, the ecosystem there. Uh, so last week, I just went to Melbourne to reach them up and also uh, get to know some bands. And it was like a fantastic experience to join somewhere like YC or like uh, Startup Book Camp. Uh, it, was like, it would be like um, uh, getting your 
exposure everywhere uh, by them. And also, uh, of course, you got, you got some investment from there as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, quick question as well on this. It's, um, do you see any differences between like the way that banks operate in Hong Kong and in Australia? Are they more proactive in Australia or Hong Kong to collaborate with startups like yours? Um, Australian the uh, open banking is um, so the government would be uh, scheming would, would be collecting all the information from the banks and also there is a central bank or like this uh, like the third party for provider to and uh, to handle the data mm -hmm. and then providing the data out just like Europe uh, okay because but there would be like some difference uh, but in Hong Kong would be because it's still being built right. Mm -hmm. Um, we do not know what the future would be, but um, I think the ways uh, now uh, in Hong Kong would be still the banks would be providing the data through their own platform, just like BOC, they got their own uh, platform for Open API. So that I believe the stage three and four would be there as well. Um, so the bank would be directly going through, go, going to the third party like us. Uh, providing the API rather than how uh, uh, collaborating with a uh, uh, centralized uh, company like this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. <clears throat> um, it's it's great because you have the experience from Hong Kong, Singapore, but also like Australia and New Zealand. So I think it, it makes your experience really rich and uh, um, and you become super knowledgeable on the differences, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm just quite interested in that. And also, I believe like uh, open banking is just a start. Uh, Later on, it will be open finance, mm. uh, insurance, uh, pension fund, and also uh, in Singapore, CPF, something like that. Uh, it will be all connect connected to the uh, system. And uh, after that, what we can do with this data, what we can, what solution we can provide, it will be a different story. But uh, we are ahead on that. Uh, we are working on that. And we believe it will be the future how uh, personalized product financial product would be yeah because everyone would be, would be different our aim our, our wealth level our risk preference so everyone would be having a different financial product how to reach the best financial product and tailor-made financial product it would be quite important for everyone mm -hmm. yeah um you also mentioned about web3 nft crypto on your platforms so you have like traditional financing product like for traditional assets and you have like new digital assets coming to the platforms how do you come with the idea to include everything together because mm. most of the platforms right now they are like still traditional or they're like focusing on yeah. crypto but you you do both of them yeah yeah so uh, we do web2 and also web3 aggregation uh, including your nft in uh, ethereum and also uh, Binance, Coinbase, uh, we got them on board as well. So um, when we, because when we do crypto uh, and also like the NFT, we got so many different accounts having a uh, different NFT. And uh, sometimes it's hard to uh, remember where my NFT is. And also uh, so that our platform can provide the uh, aggregation for the users and provide the uh, floor price, what your, uh, what, your what's the value of your NFT? We can show you immediately with the latest price as well. Um, so with this data, we also onboard some uh, NFT financing companies. So that if you have your assets, let's say uh, NFT, you can do the uh, financing as well. So it would be like easy to uh, use and also 
uh, aggregate everything in one place and also um, financing with your assets, not only Web3, but also Web2. Uh, if you want to do financing, it would be a nice place to manage all of your assets, uh, including Web2 and Web3, and uh, yeah, make the things out. And also the Web2 and Web3 uh, financing company will come to us and onboard themselves as well. Okay, this is a question I have also. I'm a bit curious. How do you collect the data? Do you just plug to some API of the biggest exchange or do you collaborate directly closely with some of the NFT Web3 companies coming to you and from there you you create a bridge between you <coughs> and them or they send you some data through... You mean Web3, right? Yeah, yes. So uh, in Web3, um, what we built is not API. Uh, we built on Ethereum, Etherscan. Okay. So that in Etherscan, when we get to know your address, we can get to know what assets you are holding. Okay. What assets you are holding, we can show it out directly without API. Okay, interesting. So uh, it's another way to uh, get your assets showing somewhere else. We are not moving your uh, assets uh, to our place. We are just showing you uh, your NFT in different places and also let you know more where your NFT is, and also the later price. So, uh, yeah, we, we just go through the Ethereum, Ethescan, uh, Polygon like this. Um, as you are one of the first movers to bring that experience of traditional finance and Web3, uh, DeFi um, product <coughs> and application on one app, do you see like um, like some trend from your customers using just purely for the Web3 or like putting some information of their Web3 and and the ways are looking at it? Um, I think like in this three years, uh, five years, uh, crypto, everyone knows it. Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, from 100 to uh, 60,000 of the price. And um, everyone knows it. And also like NFT market in 2021, uh, it grows a lot. So... Uh, everyone will find, hey, how, how do I invest my money in that? How do I earn money from that? So I think like uh, from this year, uh, the price of crypto uh, going uh, drop and also uh, tough, the mm. market, right? So um, I I think like this market, uh, referee, uh still doing like uh, is in the initial, initial space of the uh, crypto market. But later on, it will be uh, uh, so popular and also famous to uh, how to utilize the NFT to do different things like uh, membership, like uh, buying like a discount on different market uh, to get into the metaverse like this. So um, because everyone having that, we could not just look at the Web2 market, the uh, banks and the financial institution. We... What we want to make the things ahead of everyone, not just uh, doing someone's uh, who was doing the same things before. So uh, we uh, aggregate the referee as well so to um, to make everyone to love the product because as you know, the target market of the new uh, the young users would be uh, interested in crypto and NFT as well. So that that's why we build the things for our users. Of course, we heard what our users say as their suggestion. We always uh, talk to our users. So that, that's how we enhance our product to make a, a voting uh, for our users to what, uh, what functions they want in the futures. And also we make the functions out for them. 
quick question about this. So, um, how do you reach out to your consumers? Do you include them for iteration or A/B testings? Yeah, um, we manage our Discord, and uh, we have some posts there. Uh, we make the events, and um, and also we, of course, they wish be out by uh, social media. Uh, we have influencer on our YouTube, and also we have thousands of the followers on uh, on the IG or right? Instagram. Mm -hmm. So um, they would just wish me out from there. So if they just would like to discuss the things, they would just discuss uh, during uh, just on the uh, Discord. So uh, that's how we uh, connected with our users. Does your users become your best ambassador for your company? Like, I mean, like, you know, sometimes like people like an application and they share it with their friends and they, yeah, yeah, they increase uh, the reach of, of the company. So, um, of course, I, I think like um, it would be the best thing every company wants, right? Uh, referring uh, the app to uh, the friends, the family to use it. Uh, that's why we uh, have the function of the Joy uh, account, the, um, the budgeting one. Uh, to connect with your partners. And um, one more thing would be like uh, in the future, we will have our referral program as well uh, to refer a friend and get some reward on that. But um, we are quite sen sensitive to the crypto mm -hmm. uh, because we are working with the banks. So even in this session, uh, I rarely talk about crypto. I just talk about the NFT. <laughs> 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 and um, uh, I don't want to get uh, messed with uh, crypto, but um, but what we do is NFT and also uh, digital assets integration for our users. What we do is what our users want, and uh, we make um, the best thing out in the market. Um, that's the best thing I heard from my users is, hey, Alan, you are doing the right thing for the users. You know what we need. So that's the best thing I heard uh, from the users. So um, I, I'm proud of that. Yeah. Congratulations for this. It's a, it's yeah. a good step. Yeah. Um, we are almost at the end of this interview. So I would like to ask you if you have any piece of advice you would like to share with everyone watching this video or listening to this podcast. I think like uh, in fintech industry, um, so many people have heard that. And also if, um, they believe in the fintech industry, it would be so uh, interesting to join and um, and also they they got some mystery on the industry mm -hmm. um, oh, I think for the people who want to join fintech and also um, going through or like uh, going to make something out in the fintech industry to uh, open a business there uh, to confirm this is what you're passionate about. It's not just about the industry and uh, do something you, you are really interested, um, not just about money, mm -hmm. the salary, right? Um, I think it would be the tips for the um, newcomers to the fintech industry and also um, it's because I, I have, uh, there would be like a fintech week in uh, two to three weeks later. And uh, there would be like the new joiners coming to the fintech week and see what they want to do in the future. Um, the best advice is find your passion and also insist in what we think 
in the first place. Yeah, I think it's a good advice. Yeah, yeah. passion is is strong. Uh, it's a strong uh, motor to uh, to drive your career, right? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, the economy may not be so good uh, in this one to two years, and it will be challenging to the industry as well. Uh, so having the insistence uh, to what you want to do would be so important as well. Yeah. Um, what's next for you? You spoke about the company, but not uh, about you. So uh, we will be going to uh, other markets mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Singapore and also uh, Malaysia. Malaysia will, Malaysia will be our one of the major market to go and also Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can see uh, the markets I'm going to uh, majorly um, like Chinese expat. Okay. So and also uh, they, uh, it's easier to do the localization. And also, uh, they got so many different accounts in different places, so that that's what we can do uh, for them. And uh, one more thing would be like the uh, fintech consultation uh, for the banks uh, to make the fintech development as well. Yeah, interesting. And uh, where people can learn more about you or reach out to you? <clears throat> so um, just reach me out through LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, it would be always uh, my pleasure to be connected. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much for today. It was great to have you here and learn more about uh, IPEG and uh, wish you the best for the new next steps for yeah. product banking and uh, increasing your range on Malaysia and other markets. Yeah, thanks for the invitation. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you very much for watching this video or listening to this podcast. I will see you next week with another tech uh, leader here in my studio. And uh, please feel free to share this video or podcast with everyone. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.